talking about Tiger King? Yes. <laughs> um, well, no, I'm only one episode in, but oh, oh, goddamn oh. Carol Baskin. Oh, God you're not. Damn, you haven't even that hit bitch, you haven't. Carol Baskin. Well, she's already like, I can uh, see it. Oh, there's. It's that you haven't even gone there yet. Well, no, it's that thing no. where you're watching a show and you're like, you're gonna be a problem. I can tell. You're well, gonna be a lady who only wears cat like animal print clothes and has animal print. She's allergic well, yeah, to cats. Like, her <laughs> weird yeah. elevated language that she does with her voice, where it's like, I can't even describe it. Like what she's. <sighs> It doesn't sound like a real person. You know how that one Theranos, Theranos chick like talks oh, okay, with this yeah, yeah. super voice. She's kind of got like the opposite version of that, where it's like this like she's I'm a, she wants to, to be you a, from on top of a cloud. She's trying um, to talk like an old, like a young hippie, but she's like sixty years old, and she's mm-hmm. wearing like a tiger print shirt with a leopard print skirt, and then has a flower uh, crown on her head. <sighs> And, and, and she uh, I don't want to say anything like she's she is certainly not a hippie like, she, is, she has taken on this affectation that she is somehow this this earth mother that cares about the animals and get fucked right. Carol Baskin all of, well, yeah. all of all of the people on that show with the exception of the keepers should be set on fire and sent oh, into okay. the center. Right, of the I know Earth. you haven't seen it, but I have to share this picture in here because it's relevant. Well, this is the so this is why. <laughs> so my problem when I was asking questions to all of you before watching the show was like, okay, what am I getting out of this that I haven't gotten out of other coverage about oh. Joe Exotic? Oh. And none of you were telling me because this can't. is about. Characters. This is the this is the surrounding cast. It is and it isn't. As you go through, but it's it, like, but you know what I mean. Like on yeah. side stories, they were just covering Joe. They oh yes, going oh, as no. deep. It's you know, <laughs> the best way to look at it is like it's a funnel. It starts out right. with all of these other things going on, but as you go on and get further and further in, Joe Exotic is the heaviest thing in there. So he is right. going to push his way through that tube of that funnel. Yeah, much like, like a black like hole. Pushed, much like, like a... the way he pushed his way into some straight men. Um, anyway. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I feel like the the most the, the two most evil characters, one of them barely gets like kind of an episode, and the other one gets like half an episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, so far, this is very. Oh god. It, yeah. it kind of gives me a. It reminds me of uh, the better days of Game of Thrones. Watching Littlefinger <laughs> and the. Oh, actually, that is like a great reference to it. <laughs> Littlefinger and uh, what the fuck, bald dude, the spider. Yeah. Oh, Viserys. Yeah. It's like. It's like I'm, them, and they're. I'm trying little... to think of how the Game of Thrones theme would sound countrified. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you just have to hang, hear it on a banjo, like bang, 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 bang. Yeah. yeah, 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 and it just has a yawl uh, at the end. So yeah, um, hey, welcome to our episode about what we've been watching. Which I hate to break it to you, folks, there might be a couple more of these coming up sometime in the future <laughs> as we're looking. This for might be our main thing for a little while here <laughs> for um, the foreseeable future, much like everything else. But uh, I am uh, your host, Eric Fedorchek, and we're going to talk about some shit. Who else is here with me? 
uh arlen Har- arlen i just watched all of the friday the 13th uh Haro. oh god um, oh wow <laughs> up oh. to up, up to part eight because i'd already seen it jesus uh, christ yeah. man let me know when you get to space <laughs> I, i've seen so i've seen the later ones like in bits and pieces but it was like a dead zone from part one and party we watched party for mash um uh, thanks cameron once again thank you for that yeah thank you Um, appreciate it (laughs) we really appreciate that good friend but everything part two to part seven i had never seen i just complete nothingness for me i just remember the lore i'm like oh two is where jason shows up three he gets the mask right four is not jason Right? No, five. Five, five, is, not five is not Jason. Four is Jason dies. Five is not Jason. Six is Jason lives. Six is Jason is a zombie, like full on zombie. Like he has stuff coming out of him. He, like, yeah. Yeah, that's the one where he gets and... resurrected by lightning, right? Yes, he does. And then yes, seven yes, is Jason in New York. Uh, no, seven is eight. him versus Carrie, basically. Yeah. Oh, versus, yeah, because it was yeah. supposed to be Carrie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Eight New York, and then nine is Hell. Eight, eight is New York, which is the film that me and again me and Hunter had to watch. Yeah. yeah. Um, and nine is Jason goes to Hell. Ten is Space. Yes. Right. See, I I just resubscribed to Shutter because I need to watch Jason goes to Hell. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in forever. Well, and I remember. I don't oh, think, go ahead. I, I, I think everything past eight isn't there, but I think it will be coming there. Well, um, it's it's sure. $5 a month. I can, I can still. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. you can just use a new email and get that 30 days free. I don't want to do that. I'm old and the internet scares me. <laughs> Anyways, uh, they, who else? Oh, go ahead, Arlen. Finish what you're going to say. And then well, we'll uh, everybody well else we can do the rest of our intros and then maybe we can interrogate what I thought of the Fridays, but uh, everybody do their plugs and uh, or their okay. introductions, I mean. Um, I am I'm Hunt, I am America's boyfriend Hunter Davenport, and my persona is Sam the Evil. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, I don't know. Is my oh, uh, I'm Luke yeah. Gonzalez. Uh, yeah, I had the weirdest uh, double feature today. I'll get into that later. Okay. Hand me the T Rex and onward. Oh, oh my! Oh my God! Oh. That's oh, oh wow! Diametrically opposed films. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so let's, uh, Leah, let's talk about Friday the Thirteenth a little bit. I will, I will admit going into this that like it's been a very long time since I've seen yeah. most of them. So my but my you, ability you, to interact, yeah, I've seen them, but my ability to interact is going to be limited at best. Okay. okay. I think I've seen them all at least once, and a couple of them twice. Sadly, I think Jason X. I think I've seen. A lot of times, because it was one of those FX movies. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I'll say this uh, up front. I don't regret watching all of them in one day. Um, I think I could have spaced it out to two days and been fine. I think I could have I could have done that for myself and my sanity. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just, I feel like they would all start to bleed together after a while if I tried to watch Thank all of them in one day. Well, I feel did. like one and two are like a movie in many ways. Yeah, they are. There's a reason that one, two, and three were compressed into that most recent reboot that they did. Um, 
Yeah, they did start to blend together around around five. It was like, okay, this is just one long movie that doesn't end, and <laughs> it's the quality is really in this. It's a, essentially the same thing over and over again past that point. Um, three and four are definitely the highlights for me. Uh, yeah, is is four or five the one with Crispin Glover in it? Five, four has Crispin Glover. Okay, I couldn't um, remember because that was the one I was always like, "How the fuck did this movie get made?" Like it's it's, it's interesting yeah. and it's it goes so far outside of like the Friday the Thirteenth that you expect, but it's still like mm-hmm. I feel like this was a different movie and they just pasted Friday the Thirteenth on it. Yeah, yeah, I think that might be true. I think that might be the case because um, it doesn't it doesn't work like the other Friday movies and the characters are more interesting in three and four (laughs) like they're like they're actual human beings in three and four with backstories and and personal lives that are interesting um and it's really like weird to watch that and to be like oh i actually care about this person and that's all lost in the later films like everybody becomes a caricature um in one way or another basically meat to be killed mm-hmm. for the most part well so with one exception and i think this is why there are people that do like five and six is that the tommy jarvis character introduced in four he remains interesting in five and six even after recasting for a third time um oh which every- you know that they were trying to get um i think it's for five they were trying to get what's his name back uh, that I would have been I, okay with. That I think he was they, doing Goonies at the time. Corey Feldman. Yeah, he was doing Goonies during five. That's yeah, why he five. Yeah. yeah. So they did this like sort of halfway thing where he shot the beginning of the movie in his backyard, um, <laughs> and then the rest of the movie was somebody else. Um, and yeah, like the Tommy Jarvis stuff works. He's interesting. The movie should have shifted to him being the lead character. Well, that's what it was like, supposed to be. He was supposed stop. to be. He was supposed to become Jason yeah. in six. Yeah, and huh. it should have been. It should have been like a, like a him not being able to. Like they should have done thing, but with that character, like he's constantly not able to control it, and occasionally he. He just becomes Jason. Like he just yeah. He, I think he has to. If I remember correctly, the idea was in six. Basically, he's so broken from four and five that mm-hmm. he just snaps and kind of is supposed to become that. And it yeah. I think it tested bad, and that's why six is all cut weird. Huh. Yeah, six is real. It's real strange. It's not. Hunter, I don't think do it your... holds together as a movie. Hunter, are your parents not letting you watch these movies yet? No. They, yeah. No, I think I think eight just traumatized him so much. Yeah. Um, To be fair, watching all these after eight, I was like, these movies are fine. (laughs) There's nothing (laughs) wrong with these films. These films, they at least like try for the most part. They do a lot of the basic stuff throughout all of them. It's really eight where like I think things fell off the rails big time. And well, nobody attempted. I'm trying to remember. I think six is when is the one that they always compare to Scream. 
Because I, I remember listening to How Did This Get Made did six, I believe. Um, not too, too long ago. Maybe last Halloween. And I, I did not know they did that. Mm. And I think it has, because it, it's supposed to be like a comedy, isn't it? It's like a dark comedy almost. I wouldn't say it's a comedy, but it is. It's. I think it's fairly self-aware. It definitely knows what it's doing. I just yeah, none of it's it just, uh, I'm looking on the wig. It's like oh, it's self uh, self referential humor, uh, breaking their fourth wall. People compare it to like a to scream all the time. Yeah, huh. yeah, and it, it's doing similar things. There are moments where it's like trying to break the the fourth wall. Um, I just it just didn't work. <laughs> I, I honestly don't it's... think it worked. I don't think most of the references worked. Um. And again, like the recasting of Tommy was not a good idea because for one, they did a full glow up and he's like a, he, he looks like he could be Captain America. Um, like he goes from like a fairly like average dude in part five to like uh, the most handsome man on earth. And it just it completely <laughs> kills the character. Um, does he, because does he look his... like the Rob Liefeld Captain America? <laughs> yes, he <does>. <laughs> He's got the big chest. <laughs> did you actually um, see that? Um, what's his name that does all the the really awesome art? Did uh, yes. his name as the Rob Liefeld? Yeah, I put that in the chat. Him doing Chris Evans as, as a Rob Liefeld. Cap. <laughs> uh, yes, it's, it's real good. Um, yeah. <laughs> Part six, Tommy is not a good idea. I I don't know why. Why 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 would you recap? I I assume he. I've been rewatching the four hour documentary about the behind the scenes of the whole show or the whole series. Um, as is well, it the Crystal Lake memories. Um, yes, yeah, and that's also really good, and that gives a lot of context for things. Um, that's interesting. So something that bothered me about three, and it's like my one problem with three. Is all the girls in that movie look the same except for the black girl? Um, like it's the same. That's like, actually kind of forward thinking for that time period to even have a black girl. Yeah, true. yeah, it is. It is true. But she does yeah. get killed first. Oh, um, that's, I mean that's a given. I mean, come yeah, on. right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. But um, all the other girls—they're literally they're brunettes with small eyes, <laughs> uh, fairly just average faces, same shaped chin, like. I closed my eyes and I thought one of them was one of the other characters. Like if they weren't on around other people, they would look the same. Um, I thought the, the the TV was going to explode because they all were identical. Um, It's, it's really not, it's distracting. Um, They could have thrown a redhead or a blonde in there just to help. That's weird. Part six really loved Alice Cooper. (laughs) Yes, it did. Oh, well, it did. Well, because he wrote, he wrote a was, yeah. That was one of the things I was like, oh my God, they made six of these movies before I was born. Like, oh, yes, that's insanity. Did. Well, they just kept on making them. This, yeah. this is one of those things that's really strange. Um, like, occasionally a franchise gets to do this, where they just put out a movie every single year. I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like that was just the industry then, because I feel like this, this is why I like those slasher movies, like, this Halloween and Nightmare were just like all three of them were every single year. I feel like yeah. Well, no, no, that's the thing. Nightmare. There was actually a fair amount of time in between movies for the most part. Yeah. Um, up until the later ones, which were closer together, but still, like four comes out. I want to say in eighty. 
six and uh, four comes out in eighty four. Oh no! Okay, I'm, comes, I'm looking at I'm looking at Friday. Sorry. Yeah, like yeah, yeah I, I think, think part... four was later than eighty six actually because I feel like five yeah. was in, was like an early nineties movie, but I might be wrong. Yeah, they go into the nineties because Freeze Dead is like three or something. Oh, um, I'm gonna look right dead. now. Dream Warriors is eighty seven, and that's number three. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. See. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Four is where they really like picked up one and two are basically back to back and then three takes two years well yeah. two is two is such an odd duck like it's, it's once weird. again <laughs> it it feels like it wasn't originally trying to be a nightmare on elm street film it feels like mm-hmm. it was trying to be something different but the way the writer who knew what the fuck he was doing um right yeah well <laughs> I, it feels like um it feels like the halloween thing where three was mm. meant to be part of an anthology. Like it, mm-hmm. it feels like they were going for a different direction with Freddie and yeah. like they were going to do a series of movies where Freddie's a little bit different because everybody's perception of him is a little bit different. Well, uh, that and part two was uh, about a guy who's a little bit different. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And, There's like, some uh, subtext in there. Yeah. Yeah. I Which, don't remember well, two at all. I actually don't think I've really seen Oh, more than like is, two or three of the Freddy movies. Nightmare on Elm Street 2 is 100% a metaphor for a gay man yeah. trying to come out who's in yeah, high school. And uh, if 110%. You, if, if you watch Never Sleep Again, the documentary about all the Nightmare on Elm Street films, like mm-hmm. when they're talking about part two, was it the director who's like, no, I don't think that's it. And everyone else <laughs> yes. who was involved in the film is like, oh, this movie was totally a metaphor for a gay man. Yeah. Like, oh, across, so it's like, like X-Men, the X-Men movies? Kind <laughs> of, but it's more blatant. Like, like Freddy pops out of this guy. Like, it's not yes, that Freddy, yes. Freddy's trying to, like, show up and kill him. Freddy comes out of his chest and, yes. like... Like is just like a metaphor for the the dark evil he has inside of him that he has to hide, which like yeah. and go and pray away. Uh, exactly. Yeah, and I mean, there's just like there's a scene where the gym teacher, who's you know manly man, and bro, how how you gonna yeah. be? I think he does drop the uh, the other f word a few times. Not fuck, but uh, yeah, but faggot. Um, he drops that a few times. And a bundle of sticks. Yes, um, the yeah. way he gets, uh, the way he is tortured and killed by Freddy is, isn't he like whipped in the something in the like locker that. room? Like, something yeah. like that, yeah. And oh, yeah. is this where he has like lines across his back in the shower? I think so. Yes. Yeah, I'm yep. looking at the IMDb. I'm like, oh yeah, there's like yeah, some and, imagery going on here. And there's there's a point where the the main character of the movie is at a friend's house and if the writer would have had his way they would have just straight up fucked because the <laughs> sexual tension is ridiculous in that scene it's like come on boys just kiss yeah. get it over with it's still it's <laughs> it's good to watch now and know exactly what was going on at the time but yeah but man like I, if you went to, in to see a Nightmare on Elm Street film expecting it to be like part one you probably left a little confused mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah they, but, they really changed things up there yeah, but yeah, uh, what else have you been watching other than the all of the Friday the Thirteenth films? <laughs> that's that's really my big one that I felt was appropriate for our show. But I've I've watched a lot of horror movies recently. Um, I watched Fire in the Sky, which will be relevant oh. in 
a week from now. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that in a long time. Uh, it's, it's worth so rewatching. Funny. I'll say. That. Um, yeah, I, I remember being very disturbed by it, but I'm pretty sure I watched that movie when I was like 10. It's, it's I can see being disturbed horrifying. by that now. Yeah, yeah it's, it's horrifying. Yeah. I feel like that's like one of those movies where like my parents having or my dad having like a hot box and seeing movies that were very <laughs> inappropriate for me. Like, like, oh, yeah, that's why I like Puppet Master like really freaked me out as a child because I was like <laughs> six. <laughs> oh, oh, full moon entertainment. Mm. They made robot jocks, too. Mm. Um, <laughs> Goddamn. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know who wants to go next about uh, what they've been watching. Uh, I mean, Hunter, Hunter. I've just mostly been What's watching. What's been watching? Uh, so, I've been doing this thing where I've just been watching stand-up specials. Okay. Oh, that works. I mean, that's yeah. Because yeah. I'm just like, I'm like, I just, I need some. If I not listen to something funny, I will go insane right now. Oh, and, who have you been watching? Uh, Burt Kreischer. Uh, oh, Abdara. I love his. Fuck yeah. Uh, I watched a little bit of Chris D'Elia. I, I haven't tried. His. I tried mm. watching Bill Burr, but he's like angry. Yeah. <laughs> and Boston. I, yeah. I, can't, I can't with I can't with Dalia anymore, especially after the whole. Oh. My dad's a video game developer. Do you know what which movie about... we talked about in our previous show? He's going to be in. What? He's in that picture I posted before, where they're all in. Oh, movies. that's right. <laughs> really? Yes, he's on the left. He's the one with the black hair and sunglasses. That's hilarious. Oh god. Oh, god. Yeah. Again, I can't. Because <sighs> yeah, after I would the recommend... whole thing. Well, like, I don't know. I Chris D'Elia isn't really. He's funny. It's just like I think Bert Kreischer and Tom Segura are way funnier. Oh, <laughs> no, Bert yeah, Kreischer's ridiculous. Like, yes. did yeah. you watch the new one? Was it like Birdie Boy? Yeah, yeah. Like, I haven't um, seen that one. I saw his other two. Yeah, mm. it's really good. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I would also say I loved uh, Ali Wong's two specials. I think are on Netflix. Oh, um, maybe really Cobra good. and the other one, right? Yeah, I was supposed to see her in like a week. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, I remember you, uh-huh, I remember you mentioning yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. She's well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a birthday gift. Oh god! Like I can't remember the last special that I did watch. I think it was Segura's previous one. I'd have been kind uh, of special with one. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> I would highly suggest yeah. going on YouTube and finding that this is not happening because Segura and Burt's are like oh, two of the best ones. They have some great ones. Yeah. This is not happening was a great in general. Oh yeah, it's it was... a great show. And it's like crazy. I, I think it like changed a little bit when they changed when they got rid of Ari Shafir, but I still think it was yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's where I learned you can drink meth piss. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I can't remember <laughs> what that was. Yeah, I, I can't remember her name either. My yeah, wife and that wasn't even her podcast. rock bottom. Her rock bottom was like trying to use her sister's toothbrush holder yes. and having the gunk in that mix with the piss. That's what's cursed her out. Yeah, uh, <laughs> not the yeah. It, Well, she does. A, she does a podcast that my wife. I'm not sure if she still listens to or she had been listening to called uh, uh, "The Mormon and the Meth Head." And it's it's huh. yeah, them talking about uh, her methamphetamine addiction and Mormonism. So it's interesting, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lou, yeah. Lou, oh, sorry. Hunter, do you have anything else you wanted to uh, say that you've been watching other than stand up? Uh, not really. I've been watching uh, uh, Next Generation. Like, uh, there you go. Nice. Wow. That's been pretty good. You've been. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about this then. Because... I, I haven't 
I haven't really been talking about because I've like the way I watch it is I'll have it on in the background while I do stuff, and like I, okay. I'm paying attention. I'm paying attention to it because like it's good. It's just like mm-hmm. it is the best thing to do like while you're doing other stuff because yeah, <laughs> just that's listening fair. To, uh, Patrick Stewart talk is amazing. Yes, <laughs> it's pretty good. He, his and, voice smooth, very smooth. Like I, I used to watch. I watched it when it was airing with my dad because he was always a big Star Trek fan, and like it was definitely one of those things that like most of the episodes we really enjoyed, but there were definitely those few that you're like, okay, this is yeah. not the best thing. And well, I, especially if if you're watching anything from those first two seasons, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. a couple episodes where I was like. Mm. yeah <laughs> and it's it's as far as i remember it's not even like questionable content it's just like this isn't very good i'm going to do something else while this is happening yeah right it's now. like well, a lot of it is like lesser because like there's some episodes that are really really good yeah yeah and you get yeah. You, you hit a wall where it's like what 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 am i watching yeah, yeah. well oh. i mean yeah yeah. Oh, they're on the um, holodeck in this episode. Mm-hmm. Let's see yeah. what this. Oh. Nope, this is done. Those are done. the. Those are the most hilarious. Like, oh, we're just gonna be in like Shakespearean, like Victorian mm-hmm. London for an episode. Yep. My, my favorite oh, my is home. a fistful of datas, where it's just Brett Spiner yeah. in different costumes. Oh. Um, I, I love data. So <laughs> data data is the best he's oh, he's, there's a, he's there's a reason why he took over towards the end of the series and like became he kind of does character. yeah yeah well yeah he becomes like one of the main characters on the show yeah. um yeah like yeah well once uh, the lore comes into the scene it's when it starts getting real good for data yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah uh lou do you want to go or do you want me to go um i can go so i've watched like a random stuff i'll go into the movies in a second i watched all of daria over the last week including okay. the you told us about this yeah, yeah i started it i finished it <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm a that's man how it works <laughs> yeah um it's like interesting to look back on the time period and like because it takes it's like what like late 90s early 2000s mm-hmm. and it's like oh and like some of the stuff it's like oh kind of remembering like i don't know it's, it's still like a really good show for like anyone who's like uh the odd one out or feels like they're just like don't like people yeah. um so everybody listen to this show basically yeah go watch Dark. Yeah. it's all on hulu except the two movies <laughs> which is disappointing i had to go rummage around for them because one takes place between <laughs> four and five and then the last one is like the closing out of the series hmm. um but then yeah today i watched me and my wife watched Tammy and the T-Rex, the R-rated version, <laughs> which is on Shudder, which um, it's a weird movie. <laughs> like, yeah, I got that from the episode. Like, yeah, it's, a, like, it's, it's really funny. I don't understand the point of the movie. Like, I think I'm trying to think if I had to describe it. It's like, I don't know what they were trying to do because it is. It's not scary. It's like it's so it has some of the worst effects I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Like the green screen, like it's not even green screen. Like I don't know. No, it's like it'd be it's, blue it's screen. probably old yeah, old school yeah. compositing. It's like, oh, it's obviously a cartoon of a dinosaur. Not even it's like it's like someone's holding a dinosaur, but they're like have a blue glove on and they're mounting it, it move up and down to show walking in the background. <laughs> And then the yeah. arms on the actual dinosaur are tiny, but then it's like doing stuff and playing charades. 
oh, and like caressing but hair. Just from looking oh, no. at images of it, it looked like an R-rated version of a Disney Channel original movie. Is that, that pretty close to what it's like? Pretty close, but like with way more sexual stuff going on. And How does I, that work? <laughs> like <laughs> it's like very like there's lots of sexual jokes about like her and the dinosaur. And the other sidekick kid is like the most offensive in both being so gay and like so black. Like he's only wearing oh, dashikis no. and being as gay as possible. Wait, so is it is it the dude from the movie Mannequin? Like is no, that it's not like? that guy. Okay, uh, okay. It's just um, some other kid, and it's like it's just so weird. And but like the kill, like I definitely watched the R-rated version. The kills are hilarious like they're like the first kill i i laughed out loud because it was so weird i was like oh that came out of nowhere and that was so funny um and then the second kill is just as is like even more comical because it's just like it steps on someone and it literally turns them into a fruit roll-up but it's just a dude it's like it's like oh the dinosaur is stepping but it's a guy wearing like the dinosaur legs as pants and so like it's so rubbery and bad it's it's ridiculous it's is it wow. just is it just uh adr someone like crunching a bag full of checks next to the microphone <laughs> when he... oh no it doesn't the sound effects for that are not even like that great it's just like, <laughs> it's so weird like the music is also awesome the opening song is like a t-rex rap it's, oh no um, oh, no i'm gonna have to watch this now um, it's not too too long. It's ninety minutes. Oh okay. uh, well, that's good. That that's yeah. good. Yeah. 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 Um, so like, it's it's pretty interesting. Terry Kaiser being in it is just like astounding. But it, I would say, the weirdest part is it has the strangest ending to any film I've ever seen ever. I vaguely remember Connor talking about the ending of it. It, so, it just yeah. it has like the weirdest ending. But yeah. then after huh. that, <laughs> I watched Onward. That movie's great. <laughs> And it's yeah, so movie good. That I think I, we've all seen. Yeah, it's, I got it's, like yeah. really choked up in it. Like with yeah. the kind yeah. of the climax thing, like really got me. We I all guess... have siblings here, right? Yeah. Brothers, uh, not younger siblings. But I have siblings. Yeah, well, I have siblings an older brother. Yeah. So like yeah. it like really hit me there. Yeah, I have I have younger siblings. So like I feel like it doesn't matter which no. way that goes. Like I think you're gonna be affected by this if you have a brother or brothers yeah. in or just case. like assembling i think it translates yeah. to like but like i feel like it's kind of like the guy version of what you get in frozen with that relationship in some ways kind of yeah it's yeah. doing a similar thing um it does feel almost like a direct response to that like yeah yeah but the I, world it, they build is so good too yes yeah. well I just like it. I, just when i was watching it like one some of the animation on that was stunning and like it oh, was yeah. it was it for me it was something really subtle that i was like huh it was the point where the uh, police are chasing them down and they mm-hmm. were showing like the quick flashes of the police car and back to what they were doing and back to the police cars like some of that looked photorealistic even oh, though yeah. was... the, the hair is like a weird thing but like i was paying attention because it's if you have disney plus it's like 4k ultra yep. hd Yep. So I was like, oh, I get to watch this with like all the things on my TV. And I get to get yeah. all the works. <laughs> all the yep. lights are glowing up. Yep. Yeah. Dolby yeah. Vision, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. And we set our room, we have like the color change lights. So we like set all that stuff up and it was like, oh, like it like really oh. worked well. Nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the other thing that uh, 
I really want is I would love for Pixar to do a serious fantasy film after watching this because yeah. there's a whole lot of nerds in there who know exactly what they're talking uh-huh. about and mm-hmm. what they're doing and it would oh. be awesome if they did a fantasy film yeah if they if they did something how to train your dragon like but um good for all three films um <laughs> same level uh, quality yeah. for all of the films yeah uh, i i would be so so hyped i see like, i would kind of love them to do and it's like a very anime thing but to do like a pixar movie of people like living a d like a true D D world yes. with like that they show in this like oh there's wizards and elves and there's classes it's like yeah. a very like anime does it there's like a whole genre basically of yeah. it. um but like hunter could speak on anime for us <laughs> yeah I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the world building was so good, and I really it was refreshing because I feel like the next closest thing to this that had already existed was bright, and it it felt like people oh, going down wait, a checklist of like movie? yes, and it felt like okay, what did bright get wrong? Uh, that 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 that's not that's not do any of these things. Let's not do any of these things that it got wrong, and it just got all of the things right because yeah. uh, bright is it's a not broken just that, film. but it's also like the mom is like done mm-hmm. so well. Yeah, yes, and Julia uh, Julia Lewis Dreyfus like, but like mm-hmm. making that character like from the jump when she's doing like the Zumba thing, and then it's <laughs> like oh. <laughs> it cut like everything is full circle. I'm like oh my wife like really like she's like oh my god she's doing the thing on the thing, and I was like yeah. yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, I like that the mom is like not like she's badass. She's like, I'm a warrior. I was like, yeah. oh, this is good. Well, yeah, it's I mean, that was that was the thing I liked about it too. Was like it wasn't everyone is devastated by the loss of their father. Like this mm-hmm. is this is fast forward like however many years because I mean the the youngest boy, the main character, ostensibly doesn't even know his dad. So no, it, it reminded me in that way of like the beginning of big hero six that we don't get because then mm-hmm. they also kill off the brother mm-hmm. because we have yeah. to be extra sad. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those yeah, are the rules. Lou. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, I went into this with no real expectations. I was like, all right, Coco was phenomenal. Like that was a real uh, return. I, to, yeah. yeah. Coco's <laughs> the best. Yes, it is. Like that was a real return to form for me, for what I want out of Pixar. And I went into this like, all right, well, they've done some cars movies and I'm going to sound like a heathen here, but I've never watched a Toy Story movie and I have no Toy interest Story in watching them. It. It's not I, right. don't, I, don't, I haven't I don't watched Toy Story 4 because I feel like Toy Story 3 is such a good ending. It is. I just, I have, I have no interest in the Toy Story film, I really, so I can't. Okay. Okay. I really respect the balls on Toy Story 3 for almost killing everybody at the end of it. <laughs> But it's not just almost killing them. It's like when they come to the realization that they're going to die and they just accept their fate. Yeah. It's like the darkest thing in a Pixar movie. I love it. They're going into an incinerator and Jesse's just like, and like telling Buzz to stop. And they all just hold hands and face the fire. I was like, oh shit, this is like fucking heavy. Yeah. Damn. That's a, yeah, that's a bit of a bit of much to drop on kids. But uh, yeah, I went, I went into this just like, all right, you know, Pixar has been, middling quality for a little while now so let's yeah. let's see if they've still got it and i thoroughly enjoyed this i i mm-hmm. could not have been happier coming out of this movie like it it, yeah. it hit all of the notes that i wanted a pixar film to and it's so 
different. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. I like that the the family dynamic, like you said, it's not sad. We have a dead parent, but, like, mm-hmm. but it's not sad. But we also have like a stepdad who's different, like he's different and he's he can't help but be awkward, like yep. making him who he is. Mm-hmm. So like, it's just good. Like everything is good. And the voice acting is like awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, I would like to point out, though, um, being that I've been playing D&D and Pathfinder for many <laughs> years now, as far as I know, within the monster manual of D&D and within Pathfinder, <laughs> manticores do not breathe fire. Yeah. Oh, but that goes to, like, the awesome voice guest. It's like, that, I did not realize that that was Octavia Spencer. Really? Like, yes. And I was like, I looked yeah, it up, no. I was like, holy shit, that did not sound like her. No, and I then, wouldn't have. Um, one of the cops is Ali Wong. The pawn shop owner is Tracy Ullman. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> um, I can't remember. Wil- Wilmer Valderrama did a voice. I don't know this character. Oh, wow. It says, like, okay. college- oh, the guy yeah, that talks to him in the beginning at the fast food place. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh. I thought he was going to come back. I guess he so was just setting up the stuff about the dad. Um, yeah, a lot of the movie, a lot of it just works. Um, yeah. I wasn't like overly impressed by anything, but I was never let down. No, um, and I think like when they did the heavy stuff, like the stuff that the brother, that Chris Pratt's character, like the reveal was like so real. Mm-hmm. And it's something that like I, like anybody that's had anybody like go through a disease or a sickness, like mm-hmm. kind of dealing with that point in that person's like life. And it is like something that like does hurt and like scars you. And I thought that was like a great way to be like, Oh, that is why this character is this way. Yep. Yeah. 100%. I thought that was very well handled because mm-hmm. I really wasn't sure where they were going to go with that because it, yeah. it, it seemed like where they were initially going. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, it seemed like to me, it was like, Oh, he's just going to be the dumb dipshit character and they're just not going to mm-hmm. explain it. That's just who he yep. is. Yep. Right. Yeah. yeah. But but they paid all that off at the very end. Yeah. Like they they definitely made the the main character make the right choice there. So yeah yeah, yeah no it was it was great. Like I yeah. I I was shocked how much I enjoyed it. So yeah. and it's it's yeah. also it's kind of meta in a weird way. Like his character has the same origin story as Peter Quill. Um, kind yeah, of, kind of. You know, yeah, kind of yeah, weird way. Yeah, he does. Um, That's a good point. I didn't even think yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I'm t- the one of the other cops is a comedian too. Like mm-hmm. uh, Lena, the one that's the Cyclops is Lena Waithe. Okay. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. I thought huh. she. I assumed she was uh, Leslie Jones from uh, fucking. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, she the, she's like that's Lena Waithe, and then the little one is Ali. Huh. Okay. When they get pulled nice. over. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff in there. Like the spells, you have to do them in a certain way, and you have to. It's all about building up the characters, and the mm-hmm. setup and payoff is really good. Yeah. But yeah. again, the characters I, are just. And I love the lean into like that D and D kind of lore. Like yes. mm-hmm. it works so well, and having the Chris Pratt character be like this mega nerd. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But there's like a whole bunch of other like interesting like the way that they have like. Oh, everybody's in the school together, like all the different races. Yep. Yeah. It's like real interesting. And then like the even the stuff with the pixies when he's like talking to them, it's like, <laughs> oh, you guys can't fly anymore because you're just like, oh no, you're not lazy, it was your ancestors. <laughs> yeah. I love that yeah. the pixies have little man syndrome. 
Mm-hmm. Degree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh for me that was that was one of the things I watched just today. But um the two things I watched most recently were uh my wife and I just tore through season three of Ozark, which oh my. I, I know I know people are of varying like opinions on the show, not not because it's bad, but just because they're like, uh, I don't know, I'll get to it. Please watch it. It's it's if it went on, like I think there's only going to be one more season. Showrunner mm-hmm. has one more season planned, but it could honestly, I think, go neck and neck with the best of Breaking Bad. Like I wow. know that's that's a very very heavy heavy uh, load to bear on its shoulders, but I really do think it could be. So I I've seen bits and pieces of it, and like the parts I have seen are in, like incredibly intense. Like it's yeah. Yeah, it is. It's seemingly up there. I saw the first episode and I was like, holy shit, this is heavy. Yeah, it's and that's the thing. Like the first season is good, but it's it's like how Breaking Bad's first season was good that you're just like, all right, this setting. Yeah, it's building. I mean, it was definitely less humorous than Breaking Bad was because I feel like Breaking Mm -hmm. Bad was trying for something very different initially. But this show just gets better with each season. Like season three, just the whole time, my wife and I are just like, "Oh God, oh God, oh God!" Like yeah. just knuckles white, and just there's episode nine, I think it was out of the ten episodes. Yeah, um, the actor who played Ward Meacham on Iron Fist mm. is fucking phenomenal. Like it is his tour de force episode. Like it, I cannot, I cannot stress how good he is in this particular episode, if not this entire season. Right. Like wow. he, he plays a character that, that gets introduced like by the second, maybe. Yeah. I think it's the second or third episode, but he's so good consistently through it. And it's the ending of the season. Like I was so stressed out. I started to get a migraine. watching the last episode because we're just like oh god oh god oh god and then yeah it ends and you're just like fuck yeah Yeah, it's just go watch it 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 this is the kind of show where you absolutely need to watch the first two seasons yes Um, yes okay yes just for the first season just to get a an idea of what's going on and characters from the first season do play a direct and large mm. part of the second season so uh-huh. yeah you you have to to know who some of the characters are yeah and it's, it's, i mean it's a, it's a yeah. show that it layers like lasagna like it's it's right. got a nice base layer and then the things on the base layer play into the second season and maybe some of those parts will be removed as you go through but you'll get more stuff to replace them it's yeah it's so good it's so good yeah and the tom Jace, pelfrey of it all is gone it's got me interested. It's yeah. got me. And mm-hmm. Jason Bateman is is amazing in it. Like I did not know he had this ability within him to be this good an actor. Like yeah. he's just, is he the writer too? I think he was a producer and director for a couple episodes. Just like Yeah, with, I think uh, he did like he did like a lot of stuff in season one, I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that's what wet wet his appetite because that's why he ended up directing the first two episodes of The Outsider, I think. The HBO show, which was quite good, if none of you watched that, that either. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the other thing my wife and I watched today was uh, Freaks, which is on Netflix. Um, it's uh, is it Emil Hirsch is the actor's name? 
Um, Judd Hirsch. Not Judd Hirsch. Uh, shit. <laughs> let me no. Let me. It is Neil Hirsch. Yeah. Okay. There's I two different Neil things on there named freaks. Okay. okay, I'm looking uh, at it, and Emil Hirsch and Bruce Dern are in it. And I'm like, why didn't I know about this before? Yes. How did I not know that that's a thing? Um, it's, yeah. It's is it the working mom discovers superpowers? No. Um, no. This is bold girl discovers a bizarre, threatening, mysterious new world beyond her front door after ah, she okay. escapes her father's uh, protective and paranoid control, which the movie starts off feeling like, oh, okay, is did this guy kidnap her? Is he crazy? Like, because mm-hmm. they've got all the windows blocked off and, like, he won't let her outside and the place is falling apart. And not to go too much into it, I mean, you can, when you go onto Netflix and go over to it, you know, you get that little bit of the movie that plays or trailer or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's not revealing anything saying that this is a movie about a little girl with powers. But this movie yeah. feels like it could be an X-Men movie. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's it is 100 percent worth watching. Like it's it's relatively low budget, but it's so good. It shockingly good. Like, it, yeah, it could be. I don't I, I can't say that because it will reveal too much. But yeah, <laughs> it it feels like it could be an X-Men movie or at least it could be like right. if Marvel wanted to have a template how to do like an introduction of mutants this would be the way to do it that's okay that that has my interest um yes. also again like netflix i feel like netflix is really bad at promoting their own stuff like 99.9 percent well, of the time i don't even think this is a netflix original production that's the thing it's i think it is Am I no it, it was at the toronto international film festival Isn't yeah it? Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. I'm not seeing anything about it being a Netflix production. But I mean, I think it just got shoved onto Netflix. It was but produced by WellGo USA Entertainment. Well, I do think it might have been bought. Okay, no, it's not. So it's not an actual. Rather. Still, like, yeah, they're not good at promoting things in general. I love no. that. Like, mm-hmm. occasionally they do a really okay job with something, but most of the time, like, yeah, I'm gonna watch this because of yeah. All that that yeah. sounds interesting, and you know, if you're interested, this is also the guy who directed the live action Kim Possible movie. So, I don't know oh, what that means for you. Okay. Yeah. That does nothing for me, <laughs> <laughs> that does nothing for me whatsoever. But okay, yeah, um, I'm just I'm looking at IMDb, yeah. yeah. Oh, the people direct things. Oh, no. Oh no, he was the director of Dead Rising Watchtower. Oh, oh no, that's <laughs> segue backwards movie. a little bit. I, I do want to bring up that I've watching. Yeah. That I've watched a lot of. Um, and it kind of segues off of when Hunter was saying he's watching Next Generation. Um, the show Outlander. Um, okay. Which is uh, a fantastic show. Um, is it the uh, AMC show? No, it's the time travel show. Uh, oh, about, it's... Yeah. So it's a... Not for those really? that don't know, the, don't know the plot, a... British woman who is going on like a vacation with her husband after World War II. Um, she gets sent backwards 200 years uh, to oh. Scotland. Okay, that um, pretty cool, that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah, because she's a British woman in uh oh in <laughs> in 1700s Scotland. Um, things that were not um great uh yeah. between scotland and england yeah. at the time um yeah 
and they go into that in the show. Um, oh, and it's a it's a really good show. That's at least that's where it starts with them in Scotland, and that's that's a lot of the show. And it's it's a time travel show. It's also sort of a romance show. Oh, I was gonna say, um, can I make a comment? And it's yeah, it's a romance show. It's based on like a romance novel. It series. is, but here's the thing: the romance is treated the way that an action sequence would be treated. Um, but they what? treat the action sequences that way too, where it's like they build up to it in ways that are like they they telegraph it in ways where it's like to get you excited, but they clearly focus on making it exciting for everybody who could possibly be watching. Like that's their focus to make it something that a man and a woman would watch together and get very turned on by, but it's very tasteful. Um, I feel like that's the intent of it, but it's also surrounded by very good writing um, so you're, and fantastic you're saying, performances. You're saying there's monster trucks in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, there cool. are monster trucks. Um, man, no, nothing, but like nothing um, gets me more turgid. <laughs> <laughs> Watching no, like, um, crush a bunch of fucking cars. <laughs> oh man! Uh, you should have been working at my job a couple months ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, like like the lead, Sam Ewan, who's the male lead of the show. He's fantastic. Um, <laughs> just 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 give the show a shot just because of the chemistry between the two leads is it's immediate um and it draws you in they and it makes you yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh oh yeah no when it, when it when it happens for the first time you're like why am i so excited about this why am no. i so happy this is happening because no. it's not something oh. i'm used to feeling now with um, you, with a uh, loop pointing out that it's actually Full on, like based on a romance. Was it novel, or it's just supposed yeah. to be a romance? It's would... a romance novel series. Okay, it is. Um, yes. Would you say it's as good as the Lifetime show? You? How dare you? <laughs> I was waiting. And I can I second? Can I add a second question? Have you finished watching Legion yet? Okay, for one, I did finish Legion. I'm not talking. Not right now, at least. No. So here's the here's the thing. Like, it is a romance show, but again, like, it's much darker than you would think yeah. it would be. Like, it's okay to be into romance. Like, I would put it. No. Here's the thing. Like, it's not. That's not my normal thing. That's <laughs> not something that I'm normally into. Like, <clears throat> it's kind of what I think True Blood wanted people to think it was. Like, okay. It's. But it's doing that, and it's doing it well. Like, the the appeal that Anne Rice had in the 90s, I guess. Um, it has a similar thing to that, where, like, these characters are interesting, and it's so well written. And it's, and it's a sci-fi show. That's the thing. Like, it is a science fiction show, just because of the way that they handle it. The stories are written a lot like Star Trek. Ronald D. Moore was the showrunner of Battlestar Galactica. Um, oh. And who wrote on Star Trek from Next Generation up until the end of Voyager. Um, like, he's got bona fides up the wazoo to be able to do this and to do a really good job with it. Uh, huh. And I think that that has to be why I like it so much. Because he gets into these characters and makes them interesting. There's a, there's a, there are two major villains in the show. 
um, sort of divided by seasons. And one of them is Black Jack Randall. Um, and he starts off as just like this character who you're like, okay, well, he can't possibly be too interesting or too maniacal, but he turns into like the most sympathetic yet evil person you've ever seen. Um, and he's portrayed by Tobias Menzies. And I don't know if any of you have seen anything that he's been in. I know that name, but I couldn't name anything that I've ever seen him in. Yeah, he's one of those guys. He's one of those. He's he was in uh, he was in Rome. He plays um, Brutus. Um, oh, in Rome. okay, okay. Yeah, and he he's one of my favorite villains of all time. Like, period. Like, he's in there. He's uh, he's he's in he's in the rankings as ter- in terms of like villainous characters who you also completely like understand and you just you understand why he's making the choices that he's making. Um, he's not mustache twirly, but you can, you get that same kind of energy from him. Um, but huh. he's, he's just fascinating to watch. Um, and then his, the way his character has this sort of feud and ongoing conflict with the Sam Hewen character. It's one of the best written things I've ever seen. Like it's, it's up there with a good, run on a comic book series like it's it's that kind of thing where i just want to watch it and i just want to like zone out and not pay attention to anything else because it's so engrossing um and again the characters are so well written so well developed um that i like scream at my tv sometimes uh and i don't really do that often Mm. um so yeah like fantastic show it just keeps on getting better even and even when they do things like they cast a actor who isn't that good for a certain role. I'm like, this show is so well written. I don't care that that actor maybe isn't their best or that character is a little bit dumb. Um, it's the kind of show where I'm just like, whatever, I don't mind. I don't mind that this show is sort of limping along in this one direction because everything else is just so strong handled hmm. well. So, hmm. yeah. 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 Hmm. I, you know, it, Lots of free time, so it's probably get around to it at some point. It's... First three seasons are on Netflix, so that's. Uh... I've literally I... been like clicking through Netflix. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize this was on there. This was on there. Because um, <laughs> I have like yeah. the first three Tremors are on Netflix. Oh God. I mean, I say the first three because there's like seven. Yeah. That's not the. Here's the thing: those Tremors movies, they're pretty good. The first two, bad. I think, are legit. I think the first one is legit, legit. The second one is a fine sequel. I yeah. Don't, I don't. I think I've seen the third one once. I've seen the third one, and it's it's a is that the one where they series? fly? Yeah. Okay, and then the fourth yeah. one is in the old west, right? Right. It's it's a series where like the direct to DVD movies that they did, and the sort of lower tier movies that most people would write off, like they're better than they have any right to be. Um, like they shouldn't, they don't deserve to be as well written as they are. I haven't watched the most recent one, but I've heard that even for movies that like are clearly cash grabs, they're not that bad. Uh, what I've heard is that the worst part is Jamie Kennedy is in them and continues to be in them. Um, I did not know that. Ooh. Yeah. But Although I did like I've him. And they're not I, I did like him and Lucifer. Because he gets to play a piece of shit. 
<laughs> was he in Lucifer? Yeah, he's in he? he's in an episode. Um, I think he's in like a season finale episode. I don't remember him in Lucifer. Unless he's, he he's a rich guy who the like uh, he's importing stuff that like a flight attendant gets killed, and then like another one on their private plane. Oh, I remember this. Yes, I remember and this. then the, the end of it is he ends up dying from like a disease that spills into like the next episode. Right. Yeah. There's like a there's a thing. There's yes. a thing that happens. I uh, remember this now. Yeah. But like when you were talking about Jason, like everyone like, oh, there's a bunch of movies that like I want to kind of binge. And the one that popped in my head first um was actually like the Desperado trilogy. I was like, oh, oh I think I've only seen Mariachi once. I've seen Desperado a bunch of times. And once upon a time in Mexico, I've seen once because it's not good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't huh. It's like not... is the only movie of that truly good. That's I don't know if that's a yeah, hot well, take. El Mariachi it was like it's like bottom of the barrel indie films. Like it's like no movie. right. It's well, that's an example of a movie that you watch because of what they had available to them. Yes, like that's that's an entire genre of like. Yeah. I know it's not good, but considering all the sort of things that happen to make the movie it's impressive um, i feel like if you watch all three you'll see like oh you can see the different went as um oh my god robert rodriguez is making money it's like oh this is when he has no money mm-hmm. this is when he has some money and this is when he has all the money <laughs> yeah yeah this is when he had yeah. a, that peak there of uh once time in mexico and spy kids 3d which hunter said this a while ago but Spy Kids 3D is Avengers Endgame. It 100% is the same thing. They do the same thing of the sort of on your left and then everybody shows up and yeah. Oh, did Hunter leave us? Yes, he had to go. I, I didn't realize. I thought he was going to jump in here. Um, but yeah, like he, it does that where like every character from the previous movie shows up to help save the day and fight a robot army that comes out of cyberspace. Yeah, and isn't, um, okay. like, strangely, isn't it kind of supposed to be uh, in the same universe as El Mariachi? No, no so I have a, I think the thing is that Machete... Not El Mar- I mean, uh, Machete, that's what I meant. Ma- Machete is not a person. He's an nth dimensional being who can travel <laughs> between universes. Um, <laughs> that's the only explanation for him um that he can just like exist in another dimension he's like dr manhattan that's uh that that'll be the final battle for all things him versus <laughs> dr manhattan well as danny trejo plays a character in cwdc tv <laughs> and dc owns watchmen <laughs> oh god they're all that's right they're all machete. and he can jump universes machete didn't kill michael in the rob zombie halloween because he just didn't want to. He was just. He was, he was his okay. friend. I was kind to you. I was kind to you, Michael. Pulls him with a TV. God damn it. Uh, that movie. That fucking movie. Uh, um, Danny Trejo, 89,000 years old, but has looked <laughs> the same since he's been in a movie. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, even in. Even in uh, uh, the, uh, goddamn, Desperate Dawn, like 
he just he looks the same he just has shorter hair mm-hmm. like and his skin isn't quite as wrinkly but that's yeah, well it's because yeah. he's well, like an old mexican yeah. from south central la who has yeah the worst prison tattoos on earth yes and the way he got into the acting field was via prison like, oh yeah, he was he was an AA he was a sponsor for a kid whose dad was a producer who mm-hmm. then like was like, "Oh, thank you. Let me get you a job on the movie." And then they decided to give him cuz he was like a boxing champ in yep. prison yep. and he was training Eric Roberts and they're like, "Oh, we need like a badass Mexican boy's part." Oh wait, you're here. Yep. Let's just put you in. <laughs> yeah, let's just let's just use you and he's been that guy forever. Yeah. And I think he said Rodriguez was like a assistant on that movie or something. Okay, because I, I think sense. they hooked up like immediately. That makes sense. Like he's literally in everything that Rodriguez does. Yes, yeah. no, that yeah. that makes total sense. Um, yeah, I mean, we lost Tallboy, but uh, is there anything else anybody want to talk about? A game playing recently, or mm-hmm. let me think. Um, I got not, well, I am starting to rewatch Twin Peaks. Um, <laughs> so that's something that I'm doing. Um. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, that's that's not outside the norm for you, though. So it's not, but yeah. I am doing it um, yeah, might as well. And uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, again, I have the time. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and I currently have showtime at the moment because of oh. all these 30 day things. So I can I can do the full rewatch. I think that's the only reason I haven't done a rewatch up until now is I couldn't yeah. go beginning to end. Um, I have a. I have HBO and Epics right now because mm-hmm. my one friend was kind enough to share his login info with me so I can mm-hmm. do whatever. But Epics, actually, if you guys have access to that, um, War of the Worlds is on there. Oh, is that good? The Tom Cruise it's, one? No. no, no it's, 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 well, there have been a couple shows, a couple different versions of it. Well, but this is this yeah. is the most current one or well yeah because it i think the eighth episode which was the final one aired last sunday uh my wife and i are caught up but it's actually quite good because it's it's not focusing on the aliens as much as it is the people and what's going Mm -hmm. on and like there's a couple different separate stories that are all connected in one way or another that are going on at the same time in each episode and from Mm -hmm. what we've seen we've really enjoyed it um, and is it modern or is it a period piece? it's modern it's modern yeah okay. it's current day uh gabriel byrne is in it actually he plays oh, sure. uh he plays uh i want to say it's neuroscience something along those lines so he has some insight into what's going on with the aliens mm. and i can't remember the name of the one actress who plays his ex-wife but um yeah it's it's definitely worth checking out like it's a uh i believe it's a french production so it's oh, yeah. Yeah, so hmm. it's it's definitely got an interesting quality to it. And what you see so far that my wife and I have seen, the uh, there are some appearances by the aliens so far, or not even the aliens, it's just possibly their drones, but they remind me of the, uh, the things from Metalhead from that episode of Black Mirror. Oh, shit. The Black and okay. White episode, yeah. Yeah, so that's, if if you can if you can access Epic somehow, I I never thought I would be interested in something on Epics, but yeah, it's totally worth yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, a couple of days ago they had one of those thirty day trials, so I might I might sign up for it. Um, yeah, I mean, there's eight yeah. episodes; you can binge through them. They're like forty five minutes a piece. So mm. yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay, I did think of another thing that I want to talk about real quick. Um, mm. We all have Shutter, right? 
Is this yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So have either of you two seen Daniel Isn't Real yet? No, no I saw the I ad s- for it, and I was like, oh, what is this? Yeah, it's the okay. producers of Mandy. It's touting. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it's, it's fantastic. Um, I think it's my favorite movie of the year so far, maybe. Oh, wow. Uh, Okay. Well, yeah. most of the stuff this year got canceled. So my favorite, <laughs> certainly my favorite, like horror thing I've seen in a long time now. Okay. Um, Connor was talking about us doing like another Mandy type review of it, and I think that'd be an idea, so we could okay. all go deep into it. Um, okay. It's really, but yeah, it's really good. The main character he played like the dumb boyfriend from the most recent Halloween. Um, but he's he's really good. He's a very strong actor in this. And he's playing against Patrick Schwarzenegger. Um yes, what? yes, that's Schwarzenegger. Um The legitimate uh, child, right? Yes. <laughs> yes, the legitimate twa- the le- legitimate child. Not the um, Manny child. He, he Patrick Schwarzenegger is a fascinating topic all of himself because there are these moments where he makes these faces and you're like, I know that face. I have seen that <laughs> face many times before. That's the face that Arnold gives in Terminator when he's driving. Wait, is, he the ima- is he the imaginary guy? Yeah, he's the imaginary friend. He's like the he's like the oh, yeah, I see imaginary it. friend. It's the jawline and, and the chin. Yes. Yeah, huh. Well, he gives he has heavy Terminator. Schwarzenegger like, vibe. This shot is where, like, I'm looking through the pictures. I'm like, oh, that's yes. like skinny. That's skinny Arnold. Yes, he looks like slim Arnold. Like, like it's that thing, just Arnold, but like lanky. Um, and it, he gives these expressions that are just fascinating. And then the movie's just overall, it's very well shot. Um, yeah, the characters the, are all very interesting. The priest um, from Daredevil is in this, who's a good actor. Uh, yeah peter mcrobbie he's a good character actor yeah and it does something that we've talked about before which is that like the characters aren't idiots in the way that horror movie characters sometimes Uh, are that's we're like we're like they go to the psychiatrist and the psychiatrist is like it worry about it like he goes to a psychiatrist a couple times but when he tells him about daniel he's like I'm going to get to the bottom of this fucking shit. I'm going to find out who Daniel is. And then he does. And he like accidentally summons Daniel. He like releases Daniel from his body accidentally. And shit happens. Like shit goes wrong. Like it, it does that thing where like, you're always like angry that horror movies don't like call the cops or whatever, or like, you know, do so anything is this like, like that. a where, really dark, serious take on like, um, drop dead Fred kind of, but like, Here's the thing, it's not like it's not grim. It's never like sad or depressing because it's it does okay, have that's, fun with it. Because I like for me in this like time, like I've been like kind of avoiding kind of like darker stuff. Sure. Sure, um, yeah. Just because I haven't wanted to, like, I don't know, just not been in that mood. Fair. It's so more psychologically dark. Um mm. I would say. Like it's dealing with like human darkness in that sort of way but i don't i i wouldn't say it's depressing i think it ultimately ends on sort of a good note um despite the fact that it is like kind of tragic at the end but i i don't know i think it works i don't think it's again i don't think it's depressing i really enjoyed it 
Um, mm. Yeah, and uh, again, Patrick Schwarzenegger, like, I want to see him in other things. I, I need to see him in other things, because he's, he's fascinating. <laughs> uh, mm. So, yeah. Well, maybe they could reboot Terminator again and use him. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I would actually kind of be okay with that. I'd be yeah, all right. I, I was saying that half joking, but like, I was like, oh, that would be like an interesting take. I do think it would be interesting if he sort of went down the path of what if Arnold had just done horror after Terminator? Like, what if he had just played the scary guy for his entire career? And if that's Patrick Schwarzenegger's direction that he goes in, I. 100% be okay with that. Well, I'm sure it's because probably he's easier got it because English is his first language. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. the scariest thing about Arnold in the Terminator is that he's mostly silent. It's a lot of expressions. It's a lot of, like, the way his face moves, the way he carries well, himself. Because he looks robotic because like, he's so angular and huge. Yeah, yes. like, he's just, he's a presence more than a, than a person. Um... And yeah, like Patrick can kind of do that, but he does have like a personality and he he's also funny. Like he's a he's a funny villain in sort of the Loki school of things. Um, and he's a, just a fun present on screen. Um, and you like him as much as you're terrified of him. Also, like there are like creature designs sort of later in the movie and they're all. Um, and again, like, great foreshadowing and payoff and like everything feels like it was constructed um but it doesn't it's not like Chekhov's gun type thing where you're like oh that came back great i love that i love that that was a thing that actually paid off in some way um yeah it's just a really good movie like people should check it out i, I but i do understand the whole horror not maybe making some people happy i personally i actually I'm not really affected by horror in that way. When I'm sad, I kind of want horror. It's when I'm happy that I'm kind of no thanks to horror movies. So I think it's more like the captivity right now is more of like, sure. I'm just like, yeah, but like, you know, whatever suits you. Like I went through, like, I think the first week and a half, I watched like a shit ton of like goofy anime. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. That would just annoy me. Like, like I can't watch a comedy right now. I was gonna watch all the community, but I was like, I can't. I can't uh, do it. No, yeah, that kind of like that much comedy would be too much. Like I need like action or mm-hmm. um, something that's like just constantly moving. Well, uh, also, so this is what I've been doing for myself, which is I'm sort of giving myself missions with the things that I'm watching. This could be we can keep continue on this for a little bit longer. Uh, like I've been, I haven't just been watching movies randomly, which is what I was doing for those first few days where it was just like this movie. And then this movie with no sort of rhyme or reason behind it. But I think I've stayed a little bit more sane by like, I'm watching all the Friday movies today, or I'm just watching movies about spies today or movies about, I don't know, the ocean today or something like that. Like I think missions like that sort of, help me process the movies better i don't know are you guys doing anything similar to that where you're just going in with a, an intent to what you're watching i'm i'm kind of in a different situation than currently just because i still have a work right. schedule so mm-hmm. it's it's like i'll try and find something new or interesting because my wife is definitely a bit more receptive to stuff right now 
also right. I feel like partially my mission to keep her occupied for the time that I am home. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's I don't really have anything like that. I mean, it's it's a good way to go about it, but it's it, I feel like that's kind of what people should be doing because I feel like when you're haphazard, it's it you're going to kind of burn yourself out quicker. Like if you mm-hmm. if you're like, all right, I'm going to stick with this particular genre today or mm-hmm. this week, we're going to watch like all of this series or all of mm. these particular movies in a series or like you said even just this particular genre of movie if it is lifetime romance movies um <laughs> <laughs> which I, here's the thing i don't want to make it seem like i am embarrassed by the idea of that i no. when i do the when i do that it's a joke because i'm i'm uh, yeah uh, you know but i don't care I'm a guy who wear pink sunglasses fuck you (laughs) you have a problem with my pink sunglasses oh yeah like I don't care and if you're ever feeling insecure just say they're salmon um no it's I'd, yeah, I think that's honestly the best way to stay sane to an extent. I mean, you could be an absolute maniac like Lou and watch Tammy and the T-Rex, the R-rated <laughs> version, and then watch Onward after that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. I'm really... Uh, well, that was that was an aberration. More than yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And we've no, also, it... like, because, like, my wife's been doing the same. That She's, like, binged. Uh, I'm trying to remember. She's, she watched, like, un, uh, was it Unorthodox on Netflix? Mm-hmm. And then Cable Girls, which is like a Netflix show that's Spanish but dubbed in English. Oh no! Um, <laughs> you can turn the dubbing off. You know that you can. Just... She does it. She hates subtitles. Um, so she watched. I think it's like five seasons, and it's about like telephone line girls in like the. I think it's in like the 30s and into the 40s in Spain. Of that time period. All right. What All an right. odd thing to choose to watch. No offense yeah. to your wife. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I caught a couple of like bits of it and I was like, oh, this is interesting. I'm like, oh, are these people fascists? Where are the fascists? The fascists have to be. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> yeah, there are, there are a lot of shows like that where I would be interested, but I kind of have a similar thing to your wife where I do, I have to watch the subtitle version. The dubbed version oh, will drive yeah. me up. A I'm always I'm subs over dubs all the time. She also watched the, like, uh, yeah. AJ and the Queen, which is the RuPaul oh, show, and I saw yeah, some yeah. of that, and it looked really good. But she was already like halfway in by the time yeah, like I saw it. I've heard nothing but good things about that. Yeah, hmm. yeah, it's an interesting. It's like a dramedy, I guess, of like <laughs> him and this kid on the run. Interesting. Okay. 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 Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it basically comes down to there is stuff out there, and hopefully, with everyone being stuck at home watching all this stuff, like the the cream will rise to the top, for lack of a better term. Like the stuff that deserves more seasons will get more seasons, and the stuff that doesn't will fall off the face of the earth. But unfortunately yeah. i think i think whatever netflix algorithms are out there are going to unfortunately make us get like six more seasons of terrible shows yeah well they re- i know they renewed lock and key for another season mm-hmm. that's weird <laughs> i was like like i watched that like i think like the first week it came out and i was like uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah i don't yeah. know how deep you got into work but Mm-hmm. Octo- October Faction's a better show than Lock and Key. Well, that <laughs> that got canceled, so it's it's that yeah. one season. Huh. Which, correct me if I'm wrong, and spoilers here potentially for anybody who's listening at this point. But um, it 
am I correct in remembering you said, like, find out that, like, oh, they're kind of the Nazis, like the yeah. October effect. Okay. Okay. That's yeah, what I you, thought. You find out that they're basically, like, fascists. Like, yeah. they're, they're, yeah, like, replace gays and Jews for vampires yep. and other monsters. Yep. That's, that's what I thought because when we started watching it, I told my <laughs> wife, like, hey, you know, there's supposed to be a really interesting twist. And she's like, okay. And we got, like, I want to say three or four episodes in, and then mm. something else came out that we were definitely more, like, excited yeah. about seeing. So we'll come back to it because, yeah. I can like, understand if you don't, though. I could completely, uh, I completely no, get it. Like, we, we enjoyed what we saw of it. It's just, right. like I said, there was something that excited us more that came out. Mm. And we're like, all right, let's watch this. Was and, it a you know, story well, about a man, I mean, meth, the, and tigers? Yes. Yeah, yes. Well, with the thing... With the thing about things ending, like, or not getting a second season, like, there are a lot of shows like that where I'm interested in that show, but if I know that that's going to be the one season and it could end bad, mm-hmm. I'm not going to watch to the very end. Like, I I recently got to binge the second season of Counterpart, which I've talked about on the show before, um, and how much I love that first season. But the third season got canceled. Um, and I'm not watching the fight, the finale of the second season because it's like, why would I do that to myself? Why would I, especially if I know that it, it could end on like a place where it's like, that's how they wrap it up. That's not a proper way to end this show. Um, so I, I could see somebody like seeing October Faction and not wanting to get into it because it's just a season. Well, um, we, we started watching it before that it even got announced sure. that it got canceled. Cause I mean, that just got announced like what last week. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. It was, so yeah. it's that had no, that had no play in us like being like, Oh, well we're not going to finish this. It yeah. was like I said, it was just like, hmm. Oh, this is on now. Let's watch this. Like we right. said, I think we started watching tiger King and we're like, Oh my God. Oh, tiger, yes. King. We, tiger King, man. Yeah, dude. We, 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 that we can't game, until but... you finish it. We really can't. Yeah. And you need to finish nope. it tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> tomorrow. I'm yes. only on the first episode, but we'll see what I can do. Yeah, it's uh, only seven episodes, so you only yeah. got six more to go. That's, yeah. That's and true. you watched all of the Friday the thirteenth movies in one day. So yeah. don't you dare say like I'm that. about to go listen. Apparently there's a podcast on and I was like, ooh. Because oh. I was listening to uh did you listen to the newest uh what do you call it? Uh, last podcast i'm no. behind but oh the newest um, one they covered the one that they talk about in episode one where the guy killed himself and let all the animals out oh right that, guy. Yeah. that is side stories yeah the most recent side stories that's what it's called um, no, no no they did um no it's not side stories it's like what was are it? you sure or do you mean it's a relaxed relaxed fit yeah right well i just put that in the same oh, okay right yeah <laughs> and yeah so like I don't know. That show is awesome. Yeah. The Tiger King thing. Yeah. I it's mean, really here's the thing. Because of the way this is all working and not working, I'm doing what I used to do during the summers in between school where I'm not getting to sleep till like 3 a.m. Um, because uh, why should I? Why should yeah. I go to bed at yeah. a reasonable time? Um, exactly. So I probably will watch the majority of Tiger King or I'll get deeper into Twin Peaks again one or the other or both so we'll see we'll see what happens there yeah. uh, well i think with uh that note we should probably close it out because i feel like we're definitely losing steam and just kind of mm. meandering around so i'm surprised uh, we're this far in i'm surprised yeah we made it this yeah far. uh 
Yeah. Well, uh, I've been your host, Eric Fedorchek. You can find me at Eric underscore Fedor on Instagram. There's pictures of talking cats and foods and comics. Um, I haven't really posted a whole lot recently just because uh, anxiety, depression, and, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, also, floating around the Phantom Zone. I'm there. You can be there too if you want to join. Um, we might even just not even care if you answer the questions or not if you seem like you're actually a human being instead of some robot or you're someone who has a name can't pronounce and you have like 15 pictures of women from modeling agencies that you obviously don't know as from yugoslavia exactly yeah (laughs) right please 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 don't be a bot or please don't be someone who is just going to come on and try and sell us uggs um Mm -hmm. uh outside of that just uh, yeah you know and enjoy what you're watching and realize that you don't have to sit through shit just because you don't have anything else to do and hey it's not illegal to go outside and walk around just practice practice social distancing yeah just don't tackle every person you see yeah um just give everybody just give everybody a high five exactly Exactly. (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, and make sure you you lick every (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Plugs. I did this an hour ago, but different state then. Um, what's our podcast? Uh, we are starting the James Bond podcast thing that is yet unnamed. Um, that will be a monthly show, depending on how things work out and how well we do with covering episodes. Our covering podcast twice. (laughs) <laughs> god damn it god damn it um so yeah um and also if you're just a friend of ours listening to this and you want to be a guest let me let me know yeah um because i i would love guests especially yeah. for bond um so i will say it yeah. every time there's only one movie you have to have me on oh i know we've talked <laughs> we need to have you on for the korean man who t- white <laughs> who turns white bone marrow transplants and and laser diamonds that's that's how that works this is the problem of all the possible ways you could do that it might be bone marrow transplants but there's no science to support that that could be a thing nobody's ever done that so Pretty sure a bone marrow transplant doesn't change your bone Face. and facial exactly. structure. Yeah, it's so, so yeah, no. yeah. Uh, uh, like, uh, and that's not yeah, even so talking about the Madonna that. scene with the God damn it. where they fence. God damn it, that movie. <laughs> that movie's so fucking bad. Here's the thing: I love James Bond, but that movie. It's like being pulled it's... across a road that is crumbling at a high speed. It's like ah. You're uh, just like you're just waiting for it to end the entire time. I honestly, uh, I would love to just talk about: Is Pierce Brosnan have the worst average of good Bond movies? No, because I, I, I think it, yes. I think he only has like one, maybe two good ones. No, out of four. Okay, well, if we're if you're going to be on the Pierce episode, we'll talk about that in depth. Yeah, but no, <laughs> he has a good one. Two like middle of the road, and then the worst piece of shit sense of view to a kill, um, and until Spectre, like those are the three worst Bond movies as far as I'm concerned. 
but only one of them can I not watch. Period. Like I, it's just uh, impossible I for me. Die Another Day is so bad that it's watchable. I think the... I can't. I can't. It's because it's that two thousands thing where yeah. everything's everything's bleached out and not exposed correctly. The colors are bad. Um, it's also when he's old. Like that's the one where he's. Yeah. Which is the same problem that um. A view to kill kill has where he's old. He's old and he's visibly like Grace Jones is like choking him and like hurting him. You can see her bruising him with her giant arms compared to him. Um, It's just it's not right. It's not good. Um, And then Spectre is its own bag of tentacles. Um, (laughs) Just yeah. Um, Oh, I had another thing. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Space Columbo if you wanna if you wanna see 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 my vine that I'm drinking and uh, other things that I'm doing. Um, not a lot of movie stubs on there because I can't go to the movies. So yeah, I'm doing theory? other things. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is film? What is yeah, exactly? What is, what is projector? Um, <laughs> yeah. I deleted my movie apps today because I was like, oh, I'm not going to use those for a while, am I? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Lou, did you actually do plugs? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, just listen to the comic show. I think the next show we read Sex Castle. And we're going to talk about it. I've heard that's good. It was. It's that. a one-shot book. It's really it's interesting and funny. Like It's definitely like a good read for right now. Um especially like as like a kind of weird comedy-esque book it's kind of like it's like snake plissken but like in a goofy like over the top killing everybody in hilarious ways okay um yeah it reminded me of the character from billy and mandy that's like the snake plissken like character (laughs) you know who i'm talking about at all so far oh wait no i know yeah, the guy okay, with the eye patch. So, yeah, they have like a werewolf monster hunter character who's a reoccurring, and he's he looks exactly he's like, like Snake, Snake Plissken, but with like the the shotgun arm. Yes, he's he's fantastic. He's yeah. like a total send up of all real of all the '80s characters, and at one point they do like a a team up episode where it's him and a bunch of monsters. It's sort of like a suicide squad thing. It's him, Grim, who's the Grim Reaper for those who don't know, Blackula. Um <laughs> Wait, what? Blackula is <laughs> on a kid's cartoon? Yes. Have you never seen anything from from uh Billy and Mandy? Billy and Mandy all? is really good. I'm 42. No, I haven't. Dude, uh, okay. Billy and Mandy is the kind of show though Okay, this is great because it's not made for kids at all. Like, did you ever see Cards of the Cowardly Dog either? A um, little bit here and there, but that was once again like right on the borderline of me not giving a shit about cartoons anymore. Yeah, it's the same thing where like these animators are not making these shows for kids. They're clearly making them for adults and they're hoping the kids won't turn it off because of the colors and because of the designs. But hmm. Billy and Mandy is. It's a it's it's a horror show, really. Yeah, you know, it is a horror. Show. It's Bill and Ted, basically, is the premise to start off. Except Mandy is the most evil character yeah. of all time. She's like evil and Daria at the same time, and yes. Billy is basically like mentally challenged. 
Okay. <laughs> he, they, he takes his own nose off to show that he has no brain so people can do his head. Um, it's it's one of those shows where it's like the jokes are on such another level <laughs> and you have to like reshape your brain to be like oh oh okay that's what they were going for um like there's there's so many good running bits but oh god like and they did crossovers too because they did yeah. like a thing with the kids next door and something else yes, that did. was really good yeah they did that was it was great well and grim and grim started off as a character in a show called grim and evil or no Gr- yeah grim and evil evil is a show that wasn't as good about a brain of like a supervillain who is trapped oh, in the body yes. of a bear. Um, I remember this. Oh my god! <laughs> and the bear just like wants nothing to do with any of it. The bear is just like trying to do bear things while he's trying to be a supervillain, and he has all these supervillain lackeys. He's got a guy with a lightning bolt scar on his eye, um, and a Frau Farbizna character who's like totally into him despite being just a brain attached to a bear all the characters like the it's so it's such an inventive show about some really just oh that's right the so his only surviving organs brain and his colon um (laughs) the villain who's who's possessing the bear (laughs) it's great you should watch it uh it's a it's worth your time uh yeah and billy's dad is a great character god damn it this show god uh, damn it this show yeah, i'm gonna i'm gonna have to watch the show this week <laughs> uh but yeah sex castle is really good i I would say it's like a lot like bro force as well because like i said i put a picture in here it's like there's other assassins in their goof so there's like dutch matrix and spartan cabretti yeah <laughs> i see that um the and yeah man. it works yeah the yeah, the damn twins and Thunderbutt. Uh, okay, this is that looks great. great. That's yeah. Um, oh my, it's uh shit. Who did that? Um, but yeah, it's very fun. And if you like that, I would say, um, it's Kyle Starks. I would also say to go check out Assassination that came out last year, which is also really good. It's a little bit more serious, but it's mm. kind of similar. That's the one where there's one of the characters' names is literally um. Chekhov's gun. <laughs> nice. Nice. And I think it. one of the other names is like fuck Tar- fuck Tarkington. <laughs> Very good. Uh, but and yeah, you- check all that stuff out. All right. Yeah. I think we're I think we're done. Yeah, um, I think we're good for the evening, everyone. I bye. hope you enjoyed yourselves. Bye. <laughs> bye. bye.